Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things pro wrestling. That's right, y'all. It's your boy. I'm here, the Mark Cologne, to talk about. I mean, the only thing that there is to talk about on a Sunday before 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. The one thing that you can only talk about before (sighs) NXT TakeOver is pro wrestling, baby. That's it. I hope everybody's having a great uh, great weekend, a great week. And what... what and what a way to, you know, to kick off, to kick off, people. Um, the, uh, the week, right, the week of pro wrestling that, you know, talking about Beth Phoenix possibly leaving, you know, um, possibly leaving, um, NXT, you know, well, not possibly. She is leaving NXT. Um, you know, we talk about NXT TakeOver. We talk about possibly Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano possibly leaving as well. Like, uh, <laughs> there's so many things. So many things to talk about, people. So, uh, yeah. I mean, we're living... We're living our best lives right now. Living our best lives right now, people. In a way. In a way. <laughs> Alright, um. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, Beth Phoenix might be, um. Might be leaving, um. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting, people. Um, Same thing with Johnny Gargano. Um, Very, very interesting as well. You know, with Johnny... um, um, It should... You know, it should, um, be interesting to see what happens. It should be, uh, very interesting to see what happens, um, when, uh, when Johnny Gargano... Does he decide, you know, to to sign with WWE, re-sign, or does he uh, go a different path? That should be very interesting to see what happens. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to that to see what what's next for Johnny. Um, but Raw, Raw was okay this week. Um, Raw was okay this week. Uh, uh, people, uh, I don't know. We, it was, um, it was very interesting. Um, but, uh, this week of pro wrestling, as one would say. Um, but yeah, um, we, I mean, we've seen Seth Rollins defeat Finn Balor, um, I wish it would have been a, a a bit longer. I'm not gonna lie. I wish it would have been a bit longer, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, you know, I'm I'm not gonna be too greedy. It just I don't know. I wish you know these guys have had a classic before. They could have inst- obviously had another classic on Monday Night Raw, um, but we didn't get that. 
we we did not get that. Uh, I mean, we've seen throughout the night, Kevin Owens basically playing Seth Rollins into giving management, into manage giving him um a uh, a title opportunity. So that was interesting. Um, then we've seen in the main event. Kevin Owens defeating Big E via DQ, disqualification people. Um, thanks to Seth Rollins attacking Kevin Owens, playing mind games with uh with Rollins and shit like that. And um yeah, it worked. It worked. Now uh at day one it'll be Kevin Owens versus Big E versus Seth Rollins for the WWE championship. Um so that should be very interesting. To see, uh, you know, what happens when um, those three collide. Will Big E lose the championship there? I doubt it. Because for me, for me, it's it's more of a, I see it being Randy eventually taking the title off of Big E. And then we get Matt Riddle versus Randy. At WrestleMania, that's what I'm. Um, that's what I'm having my fingers crossed for. I just hope they don't make it so obvious. So I hope Randy doesn't win the title right away. But who knows? Who knows with WWE people? It can. It can go either way. It can go either way. Um, yeah. And we've seen uh, Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch. They signed a contract. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, Liv is man. Liv is just blowing me away. She is blowing me away lately. Um, not lately. I've always been a fan of hers since since she came she came to the roster. Um, I just felt like WWE never get her gave her the spot spotlight. That she really truly deserved. And now that she's getting it. Everybody's kind of witnessing. How great she can truly be. Which. Which is great at the end of the day. This is something. That she truly does deserve at the end of the day. She's she's worked her ass off to get here. And we've, we've seen Becky say that. You know. Now. You know. Basically say. That you know. Liv. Liv deserves this, and she's going to be a future champion one day. Um, Now, it's easy for Becky to say that, but if if management doesn't see it, then, uh, well, you know, it's it's obviously not going to work out. So, um, but... You know, I think, I think it will all fall into place eventually for her. I think it will. Um, we've seen the Raw Tag Team titles on the line. RK Bro defeating Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode via pinfall. A very entertaining, very good match. It was good as hell. Um, but before that, we've seen Riddle put a wig on uh, Randy Orton. <laughs> it was great, man. Uh, I mean... You can't ask for anything, anything more or less or less. You know, it was, it was just great. I I enjoyed it very much. I thought, in my opinion, it was very good. Um, thought it was very, very, very good. Um, the match and the, and the segment backstage. Like I said, I'm never going to get tired of these guys. But I do know at the end of the day that... Uh, I know at the end of the day that they're not going to have these two together. And eventually, Randy's going to turn on Riddle. And and they're going to have a feud. You know? We all know it. WrestleMania season's coming up. You want to have one of the biggest storylines, one of the biggest feuds ever. This is going to be it. But as long as we have this right now, this tag team, these backstage segments, all this great stuff. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it. Because it's 
It's great television right now for WWE. These guys are one of the main reasons that people tune in to Monday Night Raw. It's because of Matt Riddle and Randy Orton. They have their segments backstage. They have their incredible matches. You see the chemistry, back, whether it's backstage or in the ring. And it's just, it's great. It's great. Like, you can't ask for more. You can't ask for less. But they always continue to give us more. And that's one of the things I love about it. They continue on a daily basis to continue to give us more. And I love it. I absolutely, 100%, without a shadow of a doubt, I love it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Edge returned to Raw. Um, yeah, it was great. You see Edge um, return to Raw. And then we see The Miz return to Raw. And um, The Miz confronted um, Edge. You know, Edge didn't mention him as a, a potential future opponent. Um, they traded uh, promos back and forth. Edge basically saying, you know, uh, oh, by the way, the Miz did return with Maurice. And, um, you know, Edge was just saying, you know, nobody believed in the Miz except for the Miz and, um, he left while his friends were getting fired. My fault. Let me rephrase that. He left. And uh, while he left, you know, doing Dancing of the Dancing with the Stars, his friends were getting fired. Um, he he lives rent free in, in uh, people's heads. They use his name in other promotions to get a cheap reaction. So, you know, we got all that great stuff. All that good stuff in that promo. And um looks like we're going to get a few between the two. It looks like that. Uh, this is something that could take the Miz's career to a higher level than it already is. He absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, does not need to beat Edge. But this is the Miz I've been missing for years. Since John, since John Morrison's been in, back in WWE, the Miz hasn't been himself. Now, and I mean, he grabbed that mic on Monday, and he was great. And this is the Miz we all love. This is the Miz that we missed. And I am so fucking happy that we got him back. So fucking happy. Like, you want to talk about greatness. That's what The Miz is. The Miz is greatness. Whether you want to, you know, acknowledge it or not. No pun intended. The Miz is greatness. He is. And he will continue to be greatness. Because that's just who he is. As long as he has nobody holding him back. And he can be the heel that he was always destined to be. Whenever the Miz grabs that microphone. And not doing stupid hip-hop videos. And all this other cringy stuff. If the Miz is able to be the Miz. This feud between him and Edge is going to be great. Like I said, he doesn't need a win. He does not need to be Edge. Edge can beat him. But if the Miz can go back to the Miz we seen when he, you know, he was feuding with Daniel Bryan and he was winning the Intercontinental Championship, you know, if we could get that Miz, oh yeah, oh yeah, watch out. Street Profits defeated the Alpha Academy via pinfall. Um, United United States Championship was on the line. Damian Priest defeated Apollo Cruz. Uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio defeated Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin via pinfall. Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair, Dana Brooke, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki A.S.H. defeated Becky Lynch, Tamina Dewdrop, Carmella, and Zelina Vega via pinfall. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. 
Very interesting. It was a very interesting Monday Night Raw. Like I said, we've seen, uh, we've seen, we've seen, um, Team, Team Live win. Um, it was great. Great. Happy. Happy as hell for her. Um, but yeah. Yeah, people. Let's move on. Move on to NXT. Monday, like I said, Monday Night Raw was good. It was good this week. It, you know, it wasn't too bad. Um, lately, Monday Night Raw has been good, you know. Ever since the draft, they've really made a huge improvement, which is good. Kyle O'Reilly defeated Kai to earn the advantage in the War Games match for her team. But before the before the match happened, there was a brawl between all the women. Um, and then... um. They won. Um, and then uh, Kaylee Ray. I said Kyle O'Reilly. My apologies. My apologies, people. Kaylee Ray defeated Dakota Kai. Kyle O'Reilly did not defeat Dakota Kai. Um, yeah, Kaylee Ray defeated Dakota Kai. This was a very good match. Um, and I can't wait for Kaylee Ray to really show her abilities in NXT 2.0. Whether it's NXT 2.0, whether it's uh, in the main roster, uh, she, yeah, she, uh, she can do real good. She's a tremendous talent. She's phenomenal. And I hope she gets the opportunity to show what she's really made of at the end of the night, at the end of the day, because she, she truly is one of the, one of the best stars in the business. Um, uh, Grimes defeated Chase by pinfall. Um, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly and Wagner defeated La Havo the Fantasma by pinfall to earn a title match at NXT War Games. Um, like I said, I'm not a fan of Kyle O'Reilly and Wagner, but this match was very, very good. It was a great fucking match. Um, the chemistry, the tag team, tag team, uh, one on one. One of the things I, I always say. Right, I'm, I haven't said it on the podcast, but I'm gonna say it now. When it comes to tag team wrestling, if it's one on one, I don't get, I don't care. I do care if it's a good or bad match. I do, but if we every now and then you're gonna get a bad match, but bad rest, bad tag team wrestling. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it at all. I, I hate it. I hate it with a fucking passion. Um, I just do, it's, I don't like it at all, I don't, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, people, um, one of the things I love is, um, good fucking tag team wrestling, and this is what we got on Wednesday night between Kyle O'Reilly and the Hollywood Fantasma. Um, yeah. And then Gacy defeated local competitor number one by pinfall, but then, um, he was going to face, uh, local competitor number two. That was a girl, but that was a no contest, um, because him and Roger Strong went at it, but then, um, Harlan pulls his, uh, his guy to safety. So, um, I, I don't know. It's very interesting. I don't, uh. I don't know what's going on, but all I know is that uh, Roger Strong most likely will retain the championship. I'm praying. <laughs> um, Sola Sokoa defeated uh, an off by pinfall. After the bell, though, um, after the match, excuse me, Boa attacked um, Sola Sokoa, but then Enoff helped them to fight him off, and then um, then Boa ran off. Parada and Indy defeated Leon and Faraz by pinfall. And then Braun Breaker defeated Johnny Gargano to earn the advantage in the War Games match for, for his team. Um, great match. Great match. I mean, you got Johnny Wrestling, you got Braun Breaker, an up, up and rising star in Braun Breaker, who it looks like he's going to get the ultimate push when the next War Games comes or whenever he fights Ciampa again for that NXT championship. It's going to be a phenomenal moment. It's going to be a phenomenal match. 
So, um, which we all are kind of witnessing and we're kind of seeing that it will be. Um, and then after the match, we seen both teams brawl. So, um, that was good. That was good as well, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, it was great people. Um, a great, like I said, it was a great, it was a great match. You know, Braun Breaker beats one of NXT's best, uh, best ever. He's probably on the NXT Rush, Mount Rushmore, which is Johnny Gargano. Um, in the main event of NXT 2.0. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. It, it was great. I'm not going to lie. I loved, like I said, I loved every moment we got of, um, of that match. Um, you know, and, uh, well, one team that has heels has the advantage and the other team that has faces has the advantage. So it should be very interesting to see what happens. Very interesting to see what happens. Let's move on to AEW Dynamite, though. Um, Danielson defeated Angels after the match, though. Um, Brian Danielson was uh, was trying to provoke Adam Hangman Page to hit him after uh, Tony Khan said that they neither of them should hit each other, touch each other in a physical way. Um, if not, they would be suspended. Um, and as Adam Hangman Page had gotten tired of the bullshit, he was going to attack Brian, but John Silver came out, said, "Don't worry, I got this." And as John Silver went to go go get some of uh Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson left the ring. So yeah, that that's what happened on AEW Dynamite to start the night off. Um. I can't wait. Uh, Wednesday, October, October, Wednesday, December 15th, we have AEW Winter is coming. It's going to be great. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be uh, probably one. Oof. Man, Brian Danielson versus Adam Hangman Page for that, for that AEW World Championship. Like, people, do you, do you understand... What we're what we are about to get in the pro wrestling business. That's the problem. Don't think you do. Don't think you guys do. But it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Um Yes. Um I do I will say this though. Brian is way better on the mic as a face, but it's not as bad as many think. I I know a lot of people have been criticizing him on the mic and stuff like that. It's not as bad as many think. It's just a little cringy, I will say. It's a little cringy. I, I'm just like, not with it. Not with it, people. I'm not with it. But the character itself has me entertained. It has me focused. It has me dialed in to what we're going to get from Brian Danielson as a heel. Right? Um, You know... Obviously, I I don't see Brian Danielson defeating defeating Adam Hangman Page at Winter is Coming. It'll be interesting to see who's next for both opponents. For Adam Page, you know, I say I say give him a who could who could you give him? That's the question. Who could you give him? I know you have a uh, who do we who do we have? Um, for Brian Danielson, I'd say uh, maybe give him Eddie Kingston. That'd be interesting. Give him Eddie Kingston. Maybe CM Punk. Um, maybe Sammy Guevara. Right? I could see. I could see Brian Danielson become a TNT champion quick. Um, for Adam Hangman Page, I, I, I'd say that was that was tough. Um, I'd say. You could give him Eddie Kingston. You could give him John Moxley. You could give him. Uh, I'm trying to think. Trying to think quick. Trying to think quick. Um, you could give him. Um, oh, 
who could you give Adam Hangman Page? You give him CM Punk, right? But I would have went back-to-back losses for CM Punk. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, kick of him MJF. But I, I, in my vision, I see MJF as the next AEW World Champion. So I wouldn't do that. Um, hmm, so many people, so many people you could put, so many people, it's, it's interesting, it's unbelievable, um, I'm trying to think, for Adam Hangman Page, what would be the rivalry, Bray Wyatt debuts, I wouldn't give him either, I wouldn't do that either, maybe Lance Archer, I do, um, no, I wouldn't do Lance Archer, I wouldn't do Lance Archer, uh, Hmm. This one's tough. This one's tough. Hmm. This one's real tough. Miro? I do Miro. I do Miro. Uh yeah. This one's real tough. Real tough people. Um But we'll see. We'll see eventually. We'll see what happens eventually. Um But yeah, let's uh keep talking about what else we got. Um, CM Punk defeated Lee Moriarty, Moriarty, um, great, great fucking match. I mean, the story that they're, um, they're doing with Punk about him not being over, him not having the stamina, him being too old, him being PG Punk, thanks to MJF, (laughs) is great. It is great, people. It is something we all live for, something we all die for, the, the, the story, the the pro wrestling one on one, right? The way they're able to tell the story. I see him punk look gassed. I see him punk look like he didn't have enough in him. Then after the match for MJF to say he's gonna put Larry to sleep, CM Punk's dog, and get that tremendous reaction from uh CM Punk, right? Um and then Warlow to step in there and just uh, you ain't gonna touch my guy tonight. Great. Just fucking great. Um, man. I think this is the feud. This is the rivalry. This is the story that MJF has been waiting his whole career for. This is the reason he has that picture with CM Punk. This is the reason he... He wants this. More than anybody, he wants this. He's beaten Darby Allen. He's beaten Chris Jericho. He's, I don't think he's beaten John Moxley. I can't remember. You know, he's beaten some of the best in the business. But he hasn't beaten the best in the world. And if you want to make MJF the ultimate heel, right? You want to have him to have the ultimate heat. You want him to have the ultimate memory. That when he when he when he's inducted into the AEW Hall of Fame or whatever Hall of Fame he's in, or even just he's sitting home, 70, 80 years old, 60 years old, looking back on his career, looking back on his life, he can say, God damn, on this day I defeated CM Punk in AEW. Right? You look at all that, right? You look look at those small inches of memories and you say what was the what was the the um the one thing that took that skyrocketed MJF's career? What was the one thing that took him to the next level? And you could say him and CM Punk, the story, the result of him being C- beating CM Punk. CM Punk doesn't need the victory. You can you can Google it. You could say who was the first person to ever beat CM Punk in AEW. The answer is MJF. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Freeman. <clears throat> right? You can look at months from now, next year, 2022. MJF, MJF on a poster, a picture, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook does not matter. After an AEW pay-per-view holding up the AEW World Championship. Because I I can guarantee you. MJF needs to beat CM Punk. 
He moves on to a few more rivalries, a few more feuds. Maybe John Moxley next, right? He could he get more heat. He could get more heat talking about, you know, the alcoholism of John Moxley. He beats John Moxley. But after the match, Warlow passes him a beer, whiskey, tequila, whatever the case is, and just pours it on Moxley, right? You keep moving forward. You keep moving up. Go to the next view. Go to the next view. Go to the next view. Let's say AEW, all out, AEW, um, whatever, whatever the case is, whatever pay-per-view it is from May to September, Adam Hangman Page, possibly still champ. He beats Adam Hangman Page for the AEW World Championship. But in between those times, he's feuding. He's getting more heat, more heat, and more heat. And all the heat eventually pays off when MJF is your AEW World Champion. And that's when you can consider him and you can truly say he is one of the best in the business. Because right now I can truly say MJF is one of the best in the business, whether it's on the mic, whether it's in the ring. MJF knows how to get heat. MJF knows how to play the fuck out of his character. MJF knows how to do it all. MJF knows what it is to be a pro wrestler in this business. MJF knows what it what it takes to be in this business. And the kid, to be honest, the kid one day could be on the Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. He can be the fucking goat of this generation. He can be a fucking god. That's what MJF could potentially be in this generation of pro wrestling, right? This generation right now, we look at Roman Reigns, we look at Seth Rollins, we look at uh, John Moxley, right? We look at Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, we look at Sammy Guevara, we look at uh, the Usos, you look at... uh, LAX, right? You look at all these great, the tag teams, the women's like Charlotte, Britt Baker, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Tessa Blanchard. You look at all those great women, all the great tag teams of this generation, all the great singles competitors, Kenny Omega, Adam Hangman Page. You look at all those great people, Bray Wyatt, right? Wherever he goes, he's going to shine. Hopefully it's AEW. You, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. And as you keep going down the list, MJF is there. And MJF knows he's there. MJF knows he's just a grain of salt away from overcoming all those guys and being the best fucking thing in the pro wrestling world. By getting a win over CM Punk before 2022. Or maybe in 2022. Let's see if they do it for Winter is Coming. But if they do it for Winter is Coming. It should be changed to after MJF defeats CM Punk. Because CM Punk really doesn't need this win. He doesn't. He doesn't need to win. MJF needs this win. For his career. For his future. For the present. And to think about it when when he's in his future, he could think about the past. Yeah, I beat CM Punk. So when that happens, they might as well. If it happens that winter is coming, they should change it to MJF has came. Or MJF is coming. Or MJF is the now. He is the future of the pro wrestling world. I look at all the guys right now in the W, not only WWE and AEW, all over the pro wrestling world, and the one person that stands out to me on a daily basis, whether it's on social media, whether it's him 
telling a kid to fuck off, whether it's him on AEW, Dynamite on Wednesday nights, or a pay-per-view on Saturday or Sundays, is MJF. Is MJF. No doubt about it. That's the one man. 10, 15, 20 years from now, we'll be looking at MJF saying, like, damn, he had one of the greatest careers in the pro wrestling world. That's right. All right. Um, Super Elite take out Orange Cassidy. Willie Yuta and Chuck Taylor make the save. Save their friend Orange Cassidy. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Warlord defeats Adams in a squash match. Sting and Darby Allen defeat the Gun Club. Entertaining match. Very entertaining. I was invested in it. Very good. I like the face paint the Sting had. <sighs> Man, very good. Um, let's see what's next for them. Sting, you can tell Sting still got it. Sting still got it. That motherfucker, he could still run in that ring and do whatever the whatever whatever he's used to doing. Not like 20, 30 years from back then. But for his age... He could, he still fucking got it. Soho defeated Statlander. Rose takes out Soho. Statlander saves Soho, right? Um, Cody defeated Andrade. Great main event. Great main event. Great story. Um, we see Brandy's Rhodes return. Set the table on fire for the finish. Cody put Andrade through, through the table. Gets the victory. But... Really, you think about when that moment happened. It was more about <laughs> Cody really went through it, not really Andrade. I mean, after the match, Cody was still on fire, right? Um, Fans still booing Cody after that. That's where I start to have a problem with fans. Roman Reigns never put his body on the line for the fans like Cody does. John Cena never did it like Cody does. And the fact that Cody Rhodes set himself on fire to get a reaction from the fans so they can boo him. Shows how ungrateful they are. I get it. Cody's pushed too much. He uses his power. To, I get it. But this is why I've been saying... Cody Rhodes, you need to turn heel. Cody Rhodes, you need to turn heel and show them. Show the fans what power looks like. Show the fans why you're in power. Show them why you're a Rhodes. I'd have it simple. Turn on Arnie Anderson. That might cheer you because you turn heel eventually, but whatever. I would... If I was Cody, I'd have Brandy low blow him, do the gun pose Arn Anderson did to Cody, have Cody do it to Arn, take Arn out, have Brock Anderson come out as he's coming out. Dustin Rhodes takes Brock Anderson out. And the whole nightmare family turns heel. The whole goddamn nightmare family turns heel. And I mean, slowly, surely, but slowly, you start, you know, you get the limo, you get the suits, you get the woman. And I tell you what, eventually the fans are going to be like, I like Cody better as a face. And when the time's right, you turn back to a face. But for now, oh, for now, you be a heel. You can even have it where Cody one day says, I'm in power. Me and you, Adam Hangman Page, for the AEW World Championship. I know I said I would never fight for it, but guess what? Hell be it. Hell be with the fans. I don't care what anybody thinks anymore. Me and you, let's go. And you can have one of the best matches of 2022. Point blank. As easy as it gets. Let's just see if they they do that, they capitalize on it. But I think it's time. I think it's time that Cody Rhodes turns heel. I think it's that time, people. All right, let's uh, let's move, let's move to SmackDown now. Yes, that's right, SmackDown, people. Um, 
I love this Brock Lesnar. I love the Brock Lesnar we're getting now. This is a Brock Lesnar that I didn't know we needed years ago. This is a Brock Lesnar that fans booed him when he came down. Right? But it was because he was a heel. Not because of the the boo Roman Reigns gets. Um, I didn't know we needed this Brock. I really didn't know we needed him. Um, it's just great though. So Brock Lesnar, Zayn, Zayn, they kick off SmackDown. Lesnar intimidates Zayn into facing Roman Reigns on SmackDown instead of day one. I like it. Yeah. Fight Roman Reigns. That way I get the spot at day one. That way I get my WWE Universal Championship quicker. I don't have to wait till the Rumble. I don't have to wait till WrestleMania. Give it to me now. Right? Um... So that happens. I like it. I, not compla- I'm not complaining one bit about it. I absolutely enjoyed it. I enjoyed the segment with Brock. I enjoyed the t- segment with Brock and Sami Zayn. Um, uh, like I said, I never knew we needed a face Brock Lesnar. Never knew we needed this man. For years, he's been a heel. For for years. Just comes down to the ring. Paul Heyman introduces him. And he just suplexes. F5s. He leaves. Suplex city bitch, right? Didn't know we ever needed it. We get this face Brock Lesnar in 2021. Best thing that ever happened. Returns at SummerSlam. I mean, best thing ever. One of the best things going on in the pro wrestling business. A lot of people don't talk about it. Because Roman Reigns is taking over pro wrestling right now as a heel. But a lot of people don't acknowledge, no pun intended, how great Brock Lesnar has been as a face. And he's been fucking great. He's been great. He has. No doubt about it. No doubt about it, people. He has been great. He has. It's awesome. Um... Banks defeated Basler. Imagine if we would have got this a few years ago when Basler was dominant. The boss, Sasha Banks, versus a dominant Shayna Basler. Now Shayna Basler is more of a joke. Man, just imagine. Just imagine, people. What could have been. What could have been. But. We didn't get that. We didn't get that, which sucks. It's, it sucks in a way, because, um, like I said, what could have been, we 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 don't we won't ever know what could have been, because we never got into that place. We never were able to get to that place, and it's kind of too late now. It's kind of too late now, unless you send Basler away for a few months. She comes back. When she comes back. She destroys everyone. And you can build up that confidence again. But you had the opportunity. You had it at WrestleMania. When it was Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler for the Raw Women's Championship. But you didn't take that chance. And ever since then, Shayna has not been the same. And I don't think she ever will. I don't think she ever will. Be honest, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't think she'll ever be a champion. A Raw or SmackDown Women's Champion. Cause she's been she's held the women tag titles. But that's not good enough. It's not. Sorry, not sorry. Not good enough. Us as fans, we want more. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. We want more. Um Alright, um, edition of, uh, Happy Talk gets interrupted by McIntyre and Hardy. They take out, uh, Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Los Oterios defeat the Viking Raiders. Brick Bulls and Nakamura appeared ringside, which distracted the Viking Raiders and cost them the win. Um, thoughts. You know, I know Booth hit the guitar, played the guitar a little bit at the peace offering. I think Viking Raiders are going to turn heel. 
A lot of people think it's Boogs and Nakamura. No, no. It's the Viking Raiders. I see it. I mean, if it's Boogs and Nakamura, eh, cool in a way, but I like when Boogs is like, Nakamura, you know. <laughs> but I think Viking Raiders need that heel turn. I think the heel turn will help them. Hopefully get them over that push. They haven't had much success getting over with the fans and and as a tag team ever since they were raw tag team champs. Um, so I think I think a heel turn for them would would help. You know, I say fuck it, go for it, right? King Woods defeated Jay Uso. Kofi Kingston returns. The new day of the new day. Kofi Kingston and King Woods. Will face off face the Usos at day one as well. Try to take them tag titles away from the bloodline. Um, it's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. Um, what will happen? What will happen? I don't know. It's too soon yet. We I still got to the week of January first, right? So I'm not going to talk about it yet. But um, it's crossed my mind. It's crossed my mind, people. I think. I think the Usos' time as champ might be done. To be honest, I think the time for Roman Reigns as champion might be done at least until WrestleMania. Um, Flair, Charlotte Flair still won't give Tony Storm a title shot as she was going up the ramp. Storm hits Flair with a pie to get re- re- uh, payback on what Flair did to, did to Tony Storm last week. She got payback this week. Um, Seamus defeated Cesaro. I think these two need to tag back up or have a rivalry like they did a few years ago before tagging back up. Um, you know, I think personally, I think Seamus could just, you know, one day Holland costed the Seamus the match against Cesaro. <laughs> Holland goes in the ring while both of them are in there, and Seamus just says, "You know, fuck it, let me uh, let me get back with my old buddy." I think I think it's what we need. I think it's what we want. You know, um, this Seamus and Cesaro were one of the best tag teams in the business a few years ago. Ever since they split up, neither of them have done much. Cesaro had a WWE title shot against Roman Reigns a few months ago. Great match. But why not put these two back together before Cesaro leaves WWE? We know it's going to happen eventually. Um, Why not? Let him get a run at the tag titles. Why not, people? Why not? Um... Naomi challenges Deville to a match. She accepts and slaps Naomi. And then uh, before Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn could happen, Brock Lesnar came out. He felt disrespected by Zayn. And uh, he suplexed Zayn a few times, F5'd him, then uh, put him on the corner, you know, the corner turnbuckle, stood him up on there, and then left. And then Roman Reigns came out. Spear Sami Zayn, put the guillotine on him to win. Um, thoughts. My thoughts on this, people. I liked it. I'm not going to lie. People, I liked it. Brock Lesnar basically saying, I know you can't be Roman Reigns. I know you can't. I know you won't. But the fact that you thought I was going to help you, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You know, um, I liked it. I liked it. Um, still don't know what, who uh, Paul Heyman aligns with, right? We're obviously getting Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at day one. When you always, when you always see those two names, you always say, damn. Dream match, even though we've seen it like five times. I think there's a potential that Brock Lesnar 
beats Roman Reigns at D1. But Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble and challenges Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I think Paul Heyman turns on Roman and the Usos at day one. I think Paul Heyman aligns himself with Brock Lesnar, but then turns on Brock at WrestleMania. And then boom. And then we see The Rock return. This is the theory I got. Rock returns on SmackDown after Mania, or right after Roman wins at Mania. I'd do it after Roman beats Brock at Mania. Confronts him. Sets up the match for next year. Right. Probably won't happen like that. Probably Roman retains at at day one. Maybe Paul Heyman just screws Brock this time instead of the Uso screwing Brock. And, um, yeah, could have it like that. It's awfully quick for them to do it. That's why I said maybe Brock wins at day one. Roman wins the Rumble. Roman challenges Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. But I don't know. I mean, that'd be the most obvious thing to do. Because, I mean, Roman really has no one left. Yes, I'd love to see Roman versus Jeff. Yes, I'd love to see Roman versus Sheamus. Yes, I lo- there's, there's so many matches. But I don't know if they're Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns types of matches. This is why I say the draft needs to end. They just need to merge both brands. And you can have so many more matches. Like Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Give me that every day of the week. In this era, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns versus... The mas- this this new improved Messiah of Seth Rollins, it's amazing. It's amazing. Then we had, so there you go. Then we had AEW Rampage. We had uh, Sammy Guevara defeat Tony Nese. A great match. My goodness, you talk about a great match. That was truly a great match between those two. Um, Cargill defeated uh, Kai. Not Dakota Kai. <laughs> and then brawls with Rosa until officials break it up. Then FTR defeated Penta and Pac with help from Malachi Black. Uh, Malachi spit uh, mist in the in Pac's face after the match. Um, FTR takes um, Penta's mask because Penta tried to fight off FTR <laughs> for some odd reason. And FTR just saying, all right, give me your mask. And then Malachi Black put his thumb in Pac's Pac's eyes, and uh, Malachi had blood on his hands. So it's a feud I'm very interested in. A feud. They, it seems like Malachi and Andrade just switched switched opponents. Malachi was like, oh, "I'll take Pac for a little bit," while Andrade was like, "Yeah, I'll take Cody for a little bit." But very good, very good AEW Rampage. I enjoyed it very much. Um, I was very entertained and. Um, well, people, now it's time for NXT War Games Preview. That's right, NXT War Games Preview. Here we go. There's a... This is, it's going to be exciting. It is. I'm, it's going to be very exciting. I'm excited for it. I think this is going to be great. Um, we You know, we have... Um, Team Black and Gold versus Team 2.0. I think Team 2.0 wins. But at the same time, I think Team Black and Gold... I think Team Black and Gold get the victory. I think... uh, They send off Johnny Gargano, right? Johnny Gargano picks up the victory for his team. And then... um, Then you have Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai versus Raquel... Corey J, Sh- Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Matter of fact, no, I'm going team. T- team I'm going with team two two I think this is this is how the future of NXT is going to play out, and it's time for them to to send send the notice to everybody else. And then um, then on the women's side we have um, 
Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai versus Raquel, Shirai, Kaylee Ray, and Cora Jade. I think uh, I think Raquel Gonzalez, Cora Jade, Shirai, and Kaylee Ray win. Um, then we have Roderick Strong versus Gacy. I believe Roderick Strong retains his Cruiserweight Championship. Um, then we have Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes versus... Versus Duke Hudson, hair versus hair. I believe Cameron Grimes wins. Um, I don't see why you would make Cameron Grimes lose this match. It would be beyond stupid. And then you have um, Imperium versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner for the NXT Tag Titles. I believe Imperium retains the championship, and Von Von Wagner turns heel. There you go. It starts at 8, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time and less than 30 minutes at 7 o'clock is the kickoff show, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. I think I think that's how it's going to go. If he doesn't turn heel, though, then obviously Kyle Riley and Von Wagner might be the new NXT Tag Champs. But the Imperium just won those titles. So I, I think uh, I think that's the way to go for them to, to retain the titles. Now... Now, if not, I don't know why you don't leave MSK with the titles, but I, I don't know. I don't I don't make this stuff up, right? I don't. Don't forget, we got Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch on Monday this week. We got more of Brock and Roman on Friday. AEW is getting closer to winter is coming. Um, NXT 2.0, the fallout of what happened tonight on NXT War Games will also be, we'll also get that. And so much more, people. So much more. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen. Who went up and who went down this week? Who went up with this week would have to be MJF. I'm going to give it to MJF. He keeps investing me each and every week. One of, the, one of the reasons I watch AEW is to watch MJF. A true, a true talent, a true star. And um, his feud with CM Punk is just phenomenal. Who went down this week? Who went down? Oof. Who went down this week would have to be, hmm, people, people. Who went down this week? TikTok, people, TikTok. It would have to be, um, man, this one's tough, man. This one's tough. Has to be Sami Zayn. Opening his mouth too much, talking too much, and getting, uh, costing himself a, a real shot. At Roman Reigns in that Universal Championship. I, I, I'd i have to say Sami Zayn went down this week. Yeah, Sami Zayn went down this week. That's for sure. And then show of the week. Show of the week we had Raw. Raw was real good. Man, it was good this week. It had me invested. It had me entertained. Right? Yeah, NXT 2.0. <clears throat> Didn't have me entertained. Except for the women's War Games matchups and the men's. Right? few other things, but I just felt, I felt like I was asleep in certain moments. Didn't enjoy that. You had the, the, uh, AEW Dynamite invested all show. MJF, CM Punk, you've seen Wardlow, right? You've seen, um, what else did we get? We've seen, um, Darby Allen and Sting versus the Gun Club. We seen, we seen um, the Brian Danielson and um, still trying to get used to that name, Brian Danielson and Adam Hangman Page, and the, with their feud, Danielson taking out all the Dark Order just to get an Adam Hangman Page for Winter's coming December fifteenth on a Wednesday night, right? And so much more, so much more. It's it's great, and then. SmackDown. You got SmackDown. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. They won again, right? Roman Reigns defeats Sami Zayn with help from Brock Lesnar, which is weird. Um, Kofi Kingston returns. Tony Storm versus Charlotte Flair is bound to happen probably at day one as well. AEW Rampage. Tony Nese versus Sammy Guevara. Great fucking match. All right. Jade Cargill. Still dominating the AEW Women's Division. Great stuff. Great stuff. 
So show of the week goes to AEW Dynamite. No doubt about it. I mean, what do you expect? AEW Dynamite was good on all cylinders. Probably one or two iffy things, but other than that, AEW Dynamite takes it this week. SmackDown disappointed. Raw was good, but not that good, right? It wasn't an AEW Dynamite. It never will be. But till I see something, I'm like, oh, wow, that happened? I can't. I can't do it, right? Um, NXT 2.0 for the past few months has been iffy. Um, Rampage is real good as well. I mean, for an hour, my God, it had me on my feet. Um, so, yeah, AEW wins it. AEW Dynamite wins it this week. And then, um, I mean, do we really have to do pay-per-view of the month? Do we have to do pay-per-view of the month? Um, pay-per-view of the month. I know we have Survivor Series. Um, we have full gear. We had full gear, people. I'm giving it to full gear. No doubt about it. Survivor Series disappointed. I had some high hopes, but they disappointed. So I'm gonna a I'm giving it to AEW full gear, ladies and gentlemen. This is the end of the show, as you know. That's right. This is the chosen one, the father, the son. Three, two, one. The podcaster. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne. Wrestling Podcast. That's right. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.